Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly presented by Whiskerware Apparel. I'm with Chuck Davidson and Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes, and we got a full crew on tonight, people. We got Heath Malone with Indiana Hunter, and we're going to talk about Christmas gifts for the for the catfisherman or woman in your life. And we got Jody Harrison and Daniel Parsons, and we're going to be going talking about Winter Blues on Wheeler, the next big event got coming up, and I can't wait to get into that. Chuck, are you set for this this deal tonight? Oh yeah, I'm set. I know you haven't been feeling too good, but uh, this would be a big show. We get all this done tonight, and and uh, in somewhere in the hour range or so, we'll be doing pretty good. Oh yeah, we will. Doc, I I assume that it's warmed up and you're fishing over there in Ohio. Oh, uh, uh-uh, no. No, it's no, it's twenty-two degrees out here. It's cold. Oh man! Well, if it's got to be one of us, it might as well be me and you, because the rest of them boys are, except for Heath, is down south where it's nice and toasty. Yeah, Daniel, no, it was cold all cold all weekend. Yeah, it was cold here too. It just uh, uh, really, I have the fireplace going for Cindy just uh, because it's cold. You know. Uh, not yeah. that I like, not that I like to mess with it, but she likes to be warm, and uh, that's just the way it is. So here we well, do. The white stuff went north of us, which that's fine with me, even though I got two four wheel drives, and it's it's all the other people I worry about. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It it sure is. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and four wheel drives will only make you go if they don't make you stop a bit better. Yeah, here in Ohio, when they see white stuff, I mean, if the speed limit's 70, it's time to go 80. You get there that quick, much quicker. <laughs> That's exactly right. So. That's exactly right. Heath, how's you doing tonight, buddy? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. We've been working to get you on here for quite some time, and uh, I'm finally glad to get everything lined up and get you on here. And uh, How's things with Indiana Hunter going? Oh, just as normal. We haven't really done much filming this year, hunting-wise. Uh, Jason and I have been so busy. We went out and filmed in bow season a few times. I filmed uh, for Brett Wilhite, another guy with Indiana Hunter. I filmed for him a couple times. But with everybody being so busy, we just didn't get a chance to do it this year. And it was really slow hunting for most of us. So it was just hard to get out there and do that. But that's why we do what we do and we're not trying to make a tv show we just if we get it done one year we do if we don't we don't no big deal that's right it's kind of like fishing you know the fish are there and if you catch them you got a good show and if you don't catch them there's always next week yep well we're sure glad to have you and jody and daniel on with us tonight uh we, we're going to talk about some some Christmas presents for the fishermen, and then we're going to get to to dealing on this winter blues on Wheeler. I, I just uh, this is a big event every year, and I know everybody looks forward to it. They got warm weather down there, and us guys up in the Midwest and and central part of the United States, and even further north, it's not so pleasingly warm. I think Chuck told me it was fifty something down there a while ago. Well, we haven't seen fifty in a while, so. Uh, no, you know, I, I'm thinking that that everybody that wants to catch blues or fish a tournament or just get out of the house needs to be heading down to Alabama and get in on that because it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Doc, have you got a list of stuff that you wanted to talk about for uh, presents for uh, catfishing people? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I've been no. I've been bad all year, so since yeah. ain't nobody gonna bring me nothing this year. <laughs> well, what about for other people? You got any suggestions for them? Uh, whisker uh, whisker wear apparel. Get your catfish on. One of our sponsors. That's right. That would be um, a prime, inexpensive, quality product that everybody can enjoy. Yeah, he makes some nice hats, and he's got he's got some good shirts. I'm waiting for the uh, shorts that he comes out with shorts that says something on them. You know. Well, now he's he on the boat. Heath and I, uh, a few years ago, I don't remember who all was involved with it, but if I look real carefully, I can think that I can find a uh, um, picture or two where they had some uh, men's G-strings and tops and different things. You remember that, Heath? Fortunately, I uh, No. Nah. <laughs> Well, nobody, now, it, it, trust uh, me, nobody wants to see a naked fat man out on a boat. Well, now, I've got some pictures of Heath, and I think we've done some up of Rob, and uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, we, when we were on the Mississippi Monster, Daniel was shocked because that was the first time he'd ever seen me. He, he said, is, is that Doc? He's wearing shorts. I've never seen his legs before. So. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the other thing is uh, reels. You know, every, everybody loves reels, that kind of stuff. Or and even rods, black horse, custom rods. That's that's the rod, at least on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're working with some other companies, so uh, we're going to have some stuff coming up that uh, everybody can enjoy. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, don't no, forget, uh, you know, our big fish sponsor for uh, Winter Blues, Bottom Dwellers Tackle. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, for now through December 22nd, they got seven, uh, free shipping on everything over $75. Yeah. It don't uh, take long to get $75 worth of stuff for me. No, not at all. And <laughs> all those ones I do, anytime you can get some free shipping, you need to be jumping on it. You know, unfortunately, well, yeah, exactly. well, David, he's, you know, that's, that's his special going on right now, so. Everybody check well, out free shipping over $75. You know, when uh, when you talk about shipping rods, it, it costs a couple bucks to ship those. And, and most of the time, I'm, I know Dave's the same as, as me or anybody else. When you ship them things, you can probably do six as cheap as you can do one. So if you're looking at two or three, that's definitely the time to do it from a guy like right. that that's got them all ready to go where all he's got to do is put them in his, his tube and, and send them on out. Yep. Yeah. That's like with us, with our the fin clips and stuff that we ship, you know, the fin clips, the treatments and all that. I mean, that's, that stuff gets heavy quick. Oh, yeah. Liquid stuff does. And and, and while we're on that subject, Jody, uh, what better Christmas gifts or stocking stuffers and products from, from Fish Life? I mean, uh, they can get a hold of you guys and get all that kind of stuff and get it shipped out and have it on time if they get it in right quick. Because uh, to be right honest, we're running out of time. That's right. You know, and, and bottom dwellers, they're carrying our full line right now. So well, you can get it right through day. That would be a good time to get in on that free shipping. Right. I'll guarantee you, you won't find anybody that ships any faster than Dave Ashby. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes you wonder if he reads your mind because he gets out there. Oh, man, i never seen nothing like him. He's been like that as long as I've known. Uh, he's always, always been there. Chuck, what do you got lined up for Christmas gifts for the cat fishermen? Uh, well, you know, the, the problem we've had in the past is uh, nobody knows what to get. Um, you know, what, what did Leanne always do? She called you <laughs> and said, uh, Lyle, what, what? You froze uh, spouses, friends, and ask them, um, you know, what have they talked about that they need? Um, maybe go through their tackle box, see what they use, because whatever they use, they usually use a lot of it. So, um, you know, go see what size hooks, look at the packaging, um, or either just get on the phone, call David at Ashby at Bottom Dwellers and say, hey, what has he ordered in the past? Um, send me a load of stuff. I'm spending this much money. Um, what can you put together for him in this price range and get out to me? Uh, that he would really like. David Ashby can read everybody's mind. He knows exactly what everybody's ordered in the past. He keeps a history of it, um, and he can get it right out to you um, in time for Christmas if you react fast enough. Well, I'll tell you something else about Dave, Chuck. Dave can remember what he sold a guy three, four years ago. Yeah, and he doesn't have to refer to any notes either. No, he's got it right there. He's got it right there, and... Uh, He'll know what it is, where he give it to you at, what it costs. I mean, the man can remember anything. Never seen nothing like it. Well, that's a that's a really good idea. Uh, getting a hold of stuff, looking through people's things, seeing what they got. Uh, a lot of the partners are not partners, but uh, family members and stuff. If they don't go out fishing with guys or gals, they don't know what they use and and uh, don't stay on top of it, but. Uh, a lot of people do know what other people need, and, and uh, that helps out. I, Heath, what do you think about that? Um, some of the things I thought about were stuff I've got caught out on the water and really needed and didn't have in the boat. Um, one of the things is you could just put a little package together to have somebody put in their boat. Simple things like a tube of aspirin, a pair of sunglasses, and maybe some band-aids i know there's been several situations where i've been out on the water and i got headaches didn't have aspirin in the boat or i forgot to bring my sunglasses but if you give somebody something like that little bundle they can always keep in the boat that'll come in helpful and i'm sure you guys have been caught out there before thinking man i wish i had another pair of sunglasses or some aspirin or something like that sunglasses especially because they'll blow off you'll lose them hats is another thing that, that i lose a lot of in a boat you know and uh they blow off and by the time you get boat turn around get back to them they're sunk same way sunglasses you just you got to have backups if you don't you're just kidding yourself mm -hmm. the uh i guess something else i would think of i've got a list of things here was i like the collection rulers they sell them at bass pro and walmart i think they're 50 some inches but they collapse way down and you can put them even in a tackle box so if you're fishing a tournament you know and you've got that 34 or 35 inch rule that'll always come in handy if you have one of those rulers then fish grips 
seems like you can never have enough fish grips. Bottom dwellers tackle sells the Patriots, and those are the ones we have in our boat, and they seem to work great. But anything, right. to, anything to cut line, pliers, anything like that is always mm-hmm. things to get. And uh, something I wish my wife would get me every year is a new bait cooler, because you know how they are. Every single <laughs> year, they get disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Heath, uh, what I do with them after about the every trip come home, we fill them up with bleach water, let them set overnight and take that water and clean the outside of it and then pour it out. And uh, I don't have too much issues with bait coolers. I have a real bad habit of going fishing all night, coming home and leaving everything, sitting out. (laughs) I'll go, oh, no. There's that bait cooler, and it's terrible. <laughs> that surprise about two days down the down the road in, in that hot, bright sunlight it is shocking sometimes. Terrible. It sounds like it sounds like you guys need some of our live work later. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right, Joe. <laughs> we put that stuff. We need to use you guys as test subjects. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How bad can it get? Let's try it and see. Well, it can get pretty bad. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Remind me, I'm going to give you some of it when y'all come back. <laughs> I want you to put it through its paces. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Heath and I have talked about this before. He's the man. I forgot to take that bait out there. And, and another guy that does it is, uh, uh, what's the name up here? Guys on the Chris Jones, guys up here on Lake Ozark. I know he made a post last uh, spring or fall or something where he'd left it in there for like a week or over, and I guess it was just pretty rough. You know, it was real hot weather out there. Skipjack left in a cooler in 100-degree Alabama heat. (laughs) Just throw the cooler out. Just throw it out. I don't care how much it costs. Just throw it away. No. No. And it's times like that, you know, I, I, I bought a Yeti three or four years ago. Cooler. So that I can catch it and keep it a little bit better, uh, a little bit better instead of freezing it to my next tournament. I left it in there, week, week and a half goes by, and it's it's got probably twenty skipjack in it. It's been one hundred and five degrees in Alabama, and you look at it and, and you honestly think, do I just burn four hundred dollars, or or do I just, you know, what what do you do? That that was a bad day. Well, I, I'm telling you, that bitch does wonders because I'm not throwing one of them away. I just ain't doing it. <laughs> that cooler still smells like it. I got it in the backyard. I can smell it from here just about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Vincent Nowski thinks that everybody should get a new fish finder or trolling motor. Well, <laughs> that could be, you know, and, and to tell you the truth, Vince, that's some cheaper than some of the stuff on my list. But... <laughs> What else have you got uh, for us, Heath? Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, maybe a scale. It seems like the digital scales I buy, I get about a year on them. And that's just being in the boat, being in the rain. and or Right. On them, I always ruin. I ruin everything, though. Maybe other people have better luck. I've got scales that I've had for a long time. They still work all right, but they're getting to where they're hard to read, you know, as old as they are. Well, I've got a little list here. Church's planer board, of course, whisker wear. Uh, drift masters or some type of rod holder for your boat if you don't have enough of them. Here's the one that, that I've been saving up, and I can't believe that you guys didn't get on this. 
entry fees to a tournament. Right now, the prime thing would be an entry fee to Winter Blues on Wheeler. But you could always go with Mississippi River Monsters or Monsters on the Ohio or Rising Sun or any local tournament. I can't think of anybody that wouldn't like that. Gift cards to Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's. Uh, pay somebody's way to go to the Catfish Conference. I mean, uh, there's going to be a ton of people there with a ton of stuff going on, and uh, it don't cost very much to get there, but if you just want to throw something in a stocking for somebody, pay their way to go to the Catfish Conference. Gas cars. Who in the world don't need gas for the boat? I know I do. Boat motor oil, something else that everybody needs. Something that, that uh, people forget about that's easy to do is get somebody their fishing license. Uh, you got to have them. I mean, just kind of the way it is. For for guys that are, are out sitting in the sun and uh, need something, a major product, get a get them a bimini top for their boat or an enclosure, something like that. We got the uh, rods and reels. Something else that people forget about is trailer tires for the trailer. You can always get somebody. I, I, somebody needs trailer tires for their boat. I promise you, somebody does. Bye. New cooler. Bye. What's that? We say, Keith. I need to talk to my wife about that. Remember when we were in Owensboro? <laughs> said, what are you doing? Seven hours without a spare tire. <laughs> I, I don't know how in the world you could stay sane and do that. I couldn't do it. There's just ain't no way. Um, new coolers, whether it be for bait cooler, just a cooler to put in your boat. A GoPro camera is a good option for somebody that wants to to uh, record uh, fishing trips with them. I seen something online the other day that was called a Cobra garage door storage rack. It was like 35 bucks and it mounts to your folding garage doors. It goes up and you put four or five rods on each one of them. Uh, I just thought that was pretty neat. I'd never seen that before. Thought it was really cool. A first aid kit and like he said, a way to measure fish in tournaments that has 34, 35 inch rules. That, uh, that's just something that, uh, that's not expensive that you can pick up for somebody. And, and for all you spouses or people that know other guys, uh, you know, could always buy them a new boat. I don't know anybody that would turn that down. <laughs> yeah. Boy, your list was expensive. Well, you know, I, I know there's a monster cat for sale that somebody could own probably really worth the money, and it's a really, really <laughs> nice boat. Well, you know, it don't hurt to ask. I mean, all I can say is no. <laughs> I mean, it's a 50 50 shot. Yeah, that is yes or no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. But, you know, that's that's just a few things that, that uh, if you're running late on time and you got to pick up somebody something and you know that they're a cat fisherman or a cat fisherwoman, you can always pick them up a real nice reel. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, like James says uh, fishing license that's that's something that everybody's got to have in missouri if you're 65 or older you do not have to have one or if you're 15 or, or younger than 15 you don't have to have one but uh i don't fall into either one of those categories yet it won't be long i'm part of it but uh the end result is you got to have one they're not that expensive you can throw it in their stocking and or you know just wrap it up in an envelope and give it to them it's it's a good thing uh Chuck, do you mean lifetime fishing license? Yes. That, that's that's a great idea. <laughs> that is a, that's a great idea. 
I don't know what that costs. I, I don't have any idea. I know they're available. Yeah, a few hundred bucks. <clears throat> well, that's that's really not that bad. You never have to do it again. It would depend. You know, it depends on how old you are, really. Never. Um, you know, Doc, if you're waiting, you and me, that ain't gonna work out real well. Let's, let's not go there. Come on, let's not go there. GoPro. Uh, yeah, the GoPro thing I thought was a really good uh, a good deal. You know, they're simple to operate. Uh, they'll mount to anything. You can put them up the air or down on the, the windshield or anywhere and videotape your stuff and share all your things with all your buds. It's just a really cool uh Really cool gift. They're they're not the most cheap thing you can buy, but they're for sure not as expensive as a new boat. So uh, it's kind of a hit in the middle deal. If if you do get a GoPro for somebody, spend the extra fifteen dollars. And I just had one sitting here when Lyle said that, and get the adapter where you can hook a mic to it, and that's gonna save the sound. I mean. I don't know how many GoPro videos you've watched, but if they're without a microphone in the wind or anything, it's pretty bad. So for another fifteen dollars, you can have good audio. Yeah, but you don't get to have it in the uh, enclosure that way, right? Um, yeah, and submergible. You can, you can do what I did is, I don't know if you can see it here, but I just drilled the side of the case out, and I just put it right in there. Now, obviously, if it was raining real hard. That wouldn't work, but it works for what I'm doing most of the time. Hmm. Cast net. I'm back. I hit the wrong button. What's that? Cast nets. We don't go through a couple in every year. Yeah. Boat anchors. That's pretty cool. Boat anchors. Yeah. Boat anchors. Boat anchors. Yep. That's that's right. I used to That's go right. through four or five quarter pound spools of fishing line every year. And my wife, in the last two years, <laughs> that's what she would get me was because um, I'm a monofilament guy. I don't know their braid. Uh, I probably should have, or I wouldn't have to go through five or six of them. But anyway, you know, she would, she knew what I used. She would go out on the, in the uh, garage or something and see what I was using that month or what I was trying out here or there and she would just get me five or six spools or even a one pound spool of fishing line and believe it or not that is one thing that when you're headed to a tournament and you don't know the area you don't know um you know if i was going up to ohio right now or uh marshall in the ohio i've never been up to that area i don't except for um the the, the catfish bunker up there i wouldn't know where to get fishing line so, but to have a full one pound spool in there and you can get them for $50, $60 for most monofilament, it's something that most people don't think about until they need it. Uh, that's right. That's right. Vince Dodowski says uh, AAA, and I'm assuming he's talking about motor club insurance, which would be another great gift, uh, especially if you, if, if you get – you won't think about it yeah. until you're broke down out on the road. You'll yeah, be thinking about it then, I promise. Vince has used that a lot here in the last few years. <laughs> well, if it has to be one of us, I'm glad it's him and not me. Yeah. Because uh, I, uh, I don't really want to be stranded out on the road. None. Not ever. It has happened, but I hope it never happens again.
Yeah, any, well, any kind of gift certificate. Uh, oh, yeah. You can, you can pretty much buy anything with any gift certificate. Well, you know, and one of the greatest things in the world is if uh, is, is a gift certificate to go out and eat somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do a little bit of that, don't we, Lyle? Yes, we do. And we don't cut them no slack, do we, Doc? No, we don't. <laughs> That's a fact. We did, we did tear up some stuff when we get that all-you-can-eat thing. Uh, and if you're around Big Dave, talking about the bottom dwellers, uh, <laughs> that, that the man, man can, can do some damage food. on some – yeah, he can do some damage on some shrimp. Now, I, I just uh, – I, I didn't think anybody could eat more shrimp than me, but uh, him and old Ron, they both could handle, put me to shame. They just, just do it. That's all. J.D. Richardson's another one. He likes that stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> good guys. Well, that ought to be a pretty good list for everybody. To, you ought to be able to pick something out of all that stuff for, for people to uh, figure out something to go on. And uh, I think it was a fun deal and, and give everybody some ideas if they forgot something or if they just need to grab something quick. They can surely find something out of there for the cat fisherman or woman that uh, they need to get something for. Now. Let's get on to the other stuff. Winter blues on wheelers. What are we, three weeks out? Something like that? Yeah, not far from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's getting it's really good. That's why I was telling Daniel, I mean, he was talking about that. I said, well, I guess it's time for us to start getting in tournament mode and start getting the thing ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Now, I, I know, see these guys posting these pictures that's been on Wheeler, and they've been catching the crap out of some really good fish down there. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, when they're starting to turn on, it's, uh, it's getting into that pattern now. Yeah. That's right. I know, I know there's a lot of people planning on it. Uh, I don't even know for sure if there's eight cabins left down there. I'll be I'll be calling the lodge tomorrow to get an update on that. Usually about two weeks out, I start getting those type of updates. Um, last time I talked with Susie at the uh, Lauderdale County Tourism, uh, they had one in Florence starting to get a few boats in, or getting a few for that time period that were a tournament people. And this is the first year that we've had. Normally in Rogersville, you have. Uh, uh, economy in and you also have the state park lodge and the cabins but they started doing some closer to florence recently and uh, she told me she had three or four in that one that was starting to get up so i'm you know that's uh it's it's, it's growing it's, it's growing more than i ever thought so um you know i'll uh, i'll be able to post an update on the cabins and on the rooms room situations tomorrow That'd be great, and Daniel, if you if you happen to think about it and have the time, if you would uh, share that information to the Catfish Weekly page, because I know a lot of these guys are watching things and they'll stay uh, up to date with that, so they'll know if there's a place to stay or or whatever for whatever information you need. Uh, that that would be helpful, I believe, to a lot of the guys that are showing up down there. Well, it's um this year's a little bit interesting because. Uh, one, we had a date change, which we've been working through that. And two, the state park superintendent that we worked with real closely for the last two years, 
took a statewide job instead of just that area. He took the uh, uh, superintendent for all of Alabama State Parks. And now we have a different one that's kind of new to the scene. He, um, I remember the first year that state park superintendent uh, coming out and speaking to everybody saying, you know, thank you. We thought he was crazy, but thank you. And I have a feeling he's going to be the same way because he, he catfish tournament. I've never heard of that. So here we go again. <laughs> but you know what? That it, for me in this state, it's so much fun to uh, to have people see people's faces, to see people's uh, reaction whenever they see that kind of stuff, whenever they see that way in, whenever they see what just what resource they have. That's one thing you know. We're really trying to reach out to you know a lot of the local uh, convention and visitor bureaus and all here in Alabama to show them that. You know, catfishing is a, a real deal. That is, it's really something that's a legitimate sport here in the state. You know, Alabama is, uh, you know, the, the, Alabama's known for bass fishing. And anytime anybody says anything about a fishing tournament, that's the first thing they think of is, is bass tournament. You know, so we're going we're going to try really hard this year. I'm, I, we're going as far as even setting up a tent for the, um, you know, the people that want to try to get in there. You know, and, and, you know, we're going to feed them while they're there and just, you know, really try to show them, you know, what catfishing is all about. And, you know, I really encourage all the anglers that uh, that's going to be fishing this thing to let's show out a little bit. Let's get up there and put on a show. You know, let's, uh, you know, even though you may catch a 30-pound catfish that you don't, don't feel like it's big enough for nothing, get up there and show that fish off because there's a lot of these people that ain't never seen that. Um, you know, you consider it a bad fish, but, you know, the wow factor in this catfishing is is what's really going to you know, legitimize this sport. So uh, you know we're we're really pushing hard down here, you know, trying to get these people to see what we're doing here. You know, it's uh, Jody. The, the I know that your Alabama is is well known for their bass fishing, but uh, there's not just every place in the world you can go down and turn yourself on to fish like Wheeler has, or not just Wheeler, but Wilson and some of the other places down there too. Uh, but it's not as well known as the bass fishing. And uh, Now, to us guys that fish for catfish, we know about it, but the rest of the world hasn't figured it out yet, and uh, maybe that's why that the uh, catfishing guys can still go down there and put them giants in the boat. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that is true, you know, it's it's just, and I'm speaking from experience. I didn't know. I mean, until until I got to know Chuck and I got to know Daniel, I never knew about it. So I mean, it's it's one of the best kept secrets in Alabama, and uh, you know, I just I, I'm excited to to show people, you know, what we've got here. Oh man, it, it's a great time. Um, this will be what Daniel, the third or fourth one. This will be the third one. The third one, yeah, uh, and it's never been unbearably. It was a little, little chilly last year at takeoff, but it wasn't bad. And uh, it was uh, the day warmed up. It was a beautiful day. It, it might not have been cold or chilly to y'all, but we're not. No, it was twenty-eight degrees at last time. And as soon as we got them boats out there, I ran over there and jumped at the truck. I said, my God, I'm freezing to death out here. You know? But you, you northern folks, y'all down there in shorts and t-shirts. You know, I, I remember live oil checks that morning. Uh, we had everybody lined up, and I'm doing my best to not just shiver 
shivering, staring at me. You know, I, you know, I look like a Stay Puff Marshmallow man with all my jackets on. I had Casey rubbing my back, trying to warm me up. And I'm staring at people like me and go ahead. And, you know, it's 50, it's 49 feet, whenever, right about the time the show started. And uh, I'm not used to this. I, I'm, we're talking about moving down to Florida after this year or something. Like this is, yeah, I've been trying to talk my wife into it too. So let's just let's leave, uh, let's leave Alabama trying. and go south. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to Chuck, these are your buds down there, man. <laughs> when it gets too cold to wear shorts, it's too cold. <laughs> shorts and flip-flops is for me. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, yeah. you guys really struggle up here where we're at, right, Heath? <laughs> I'm not coming at all. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in case you guys have missed it, um, as cold as it's been around here, there's guys out on Missouri River catching fish all weekend. Uh, they caught some really nice fish, too. I mean, they, they wasn't just a little bitty channel cats. They caught some giants. And uh, it was too cold for me, i tell you that. Well, that's when the big ones come out to play. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's right, so. But you know we're we're really hoping to see that for winter blues. I mean, you know we're I'm, I'm so excited. I'm having to sit on my hands and keep clapping. And uh, how many you got, got registered? We got 33 pre-registered right now. And uh, got a call from a guy a little while ago that he was wanting to mail in a check. And you know, so I mean, we're we're you know right now we're sitting in 33, 34 bucks. You know, but you know we just we really we really need to appeal to everybody. We need a hundred boats in this tournament. We need. You know, had 37 the first year it was there, had 78 the second year. And we really need to hit that 100 mark this year to, you know, be able to keep this momentum going. You know, right. Daniel's done a heck of a job putting this thing together. I mean, he's really raised the bar on, you know, what tournament catfish is all about. And, you know, we need to keep this traction going. And, I mean, $5,000 first place and, you know, $1,000 uh, bottom dwellers tackle big fish, I mean, you know, that, that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's that's a good tournament. That's a great payout anywhere you go. And uh, like I say, I, have, have you guys got any kind of uh, prediction on the weather that far in advance? Hey, this is Alabama. There's no telling. It might be 80 degrees. It might be 80 degrees. Who knows? Hey, Jody, can you turn your volume down just a little bit? You know, we were talking a few years ago, uh, a few minutes ago about the weather between the first one, second one, and, and you know, the first one, it was mid 50s. It's like a hurricane came through, uh, rained all day long. Last year, it was bright, sunny days, kind of cool. I had a, but you remember the week before, we had. Record rainfall. We had flood conditions, and it was on it was on the falling river. This year, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a tornado that morning. Oh, um, <laughs> just, just the way things go. You know, this is Alabama. Uh, we had Saturday it was 22 in the morning. Yesterday it was 45 in the morning. This morning it was 50. Uh, 
I think tomorrow's supposed to be 60 in the morning. You know, it, it's, it's a weird time of year. Because of that, this tournament has been very interesting for me. Uh, you know, last year I, I was – my heart was just going because of the flood stuff. And it, uh, you really – you can't ever, you can never tell. And because of that, uh, everybody waits till captain's meeting to sign up, which I completely understand. The first year we had 15 registered and 30 Last year, going into the captain's meeting, we had 36 registered, and we ended up with 78 votes. So going into this year, uh, I, I would like to say over 100. I, I'm, I'm betting on 100. Uh, it's just it's growing that much. It's, uh, it's a great time. It's a great area. It's, it's a great lake. But, you know, this year we had a little bit of a – back and forth with the tourism board on the very last day of the year, first weekend of the year, kind of going back and forth. And uh, hopefully this works out for everybody. We, we tried to. I'm, I'm going to be out of the country the next weekend, so uh, did what we could, but we're going to have a good time either way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I got a buddy of mine that's going to be coming up. Uh, he's going to be there all day for the tournament. And he's bringing his big barbecue cooker up there, and uh, this this guy he does a fantastic job cooking barbecue. So he says he's gonna have it there for everybody to weigh in. So he says he's gonna keep the prices low where everybody can afford to eat. And, uh, you know, so that'll be good. You come in off the water and you have some hot barbecue there, and you can stand around and eat barbecue and watch the weigh in. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's, that's, that's one, one little thing we're trying to do to kind of up it out a little bit too. So, that'll be a lot of that'll be really good because you come off that water, you're always hungry, and if it's warm, it's going to be really outstanding. Yep, yep. And this guy, he does good, he makes real good barbecue. And you know, fat boy like me knows where to get some good barbecue. Right? So uh, I recommend it. You, know. I you, can't, you can't take that. Some old skinny guy said, skinny right. guy says something good, you don't need to listen to him. Look for the fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You know, we're excited about it. I mean, I just, you know, I just, every day I'm thinking about it and, you know, and I mean, it's just, everything's coming together good for it. We just need language to show up. That's what we need. That's right. Uh, you know, and plus, I mean, this is going to be the, the first tournament to get them first five qualified, right? That's exactly right. You will be the first tournament to qualify the top five for the Catfish Musically National Championship, and uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I really am. We've had, we're having uh, people sign up with tournaments nearly every day, and we're waiting on a few of them to uh, uh, have their meetings with their other people so they can go ahead and approve it, but they're 98, 99% sure they're going to get on it. But Winter Blues will be the very first qualifying event, and that's a big deal to me. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it'll be the very first, and then it'll also be the very last. You know, that's, that's right. If it falls in there, we're going to be the last the last tournament of the season next year to be able to qualify for that national championship. So that'll, that'll be outstanding. We're going to have a good time with that. I, don't, I, I think it'll be a great time. I know Wheeler is because we've been there every year. And, uh, it's, just, it's just too much fun down there. What else are you going to do over New Year's weekend if you catfish? That's right. I mean, what, what you got to go Wheeler today. I mean, I mean, you know, 
Our, our good buddy, uh, Roy Hansen, he's been making up jerky and all kinds of stuff to take down there. So, uh, and it's going to be over the uh, New Year's Eve. So, it'll be a blast. Yeah. We're excited for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we, we, we had uh, a few a few sponsors step up this year again, and uh, we a few from previous years. And, you know that thousand dollar big fish prize from uh, Bottom Dwellers is really, really, really setting it up there good. It's uh, five hundred dollars base. If you are a customer of his within the past twelve months. A, a decal visible from the outside of your boat that goes to a thousand. That little bit of stuff makes a thousand dollars. So that's, that, that helps a little bit. And then we've got another $500 bonus uh, to the first place team if they have at least four shattered cat rods on their boat. Uh, Lyle and them are stepping up to a uh, custom rod for uh, the highest place in the youth team. Youth being 18 years or younger, uh, it, these these type of companies like this, that's what makes your that's what makes your industry. Uh, as Jody can tell you, in the bass world, you got some of these companies that these people never stepped foot on a boat in their tournaments, and uh, that's that's what really sets part of this industry apart. Uh, that's what makes this sport so great, and and. We're, we're still in the infant uh, stage of catfishing. Uh, it's going to grow. It's going to get bigger. And I can't believe the difference that I've seen in the last five or ten years. And it's it's going to continue to grow. Well, the, the establishment of your of the national championship, I mean, that, that's a huge step forward with everything. I mean, the, the, this way, there will be that one person that he will be able to stand up and say, I am the national champion. Of the catfishing world, I am the Nation best wide. fisherman out there. You know, Nation and how wide. awesome is that? I mean, that that you yep. know, it's uh, you know, to be the the best of the best, and I think it's so cool. I mean, I just, you know, when we were talking about it before, I you know, I love listening listening to everything you had to say about it. I just think, you know, this is a huge step forward with this. It, it, it is, and the, the way it's a working man's world. So many people do it different ways. You know, a lot of people like hitting the, the big five tournaments. A lot of people like the points trail. Um, and going at it all these different ways, we're able to give everybody that chance to become the champion. Um, you know, the guys that hit the big five, you know, the Winters Blues, Mississippi River Monsters, Nashville, Ohio, they just travel and hit those. They're able to be able to go for it also without having a points trail. So, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's going to really, you know, get the guys out there and try to be the best of the best. Well, I, I, my perspective is the best will qualify. They'll, they'll be there. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what that final field is going to be. And, um, you know, it's going to be cool to see that, to see you know how it all ends up, you know, come 2018. Yep, and I'm uh, I'm using a totally different uh, strategy this year. 
uh, I've got the Russians hacking everybody's weapons. So I'm going you know, this tournament may be rich, but I'm going to end up winning it because I'm going to have them, you know, scuba divers down there putting them in on my hook this year. So yeah, I'm gonna have to prove it, but them Russians, they can hack them white boots, you know. So, be honest. If they can, if they can get Trump on there, they can get me to win. Well, you know, something I wanted to talk about tonight, and, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to give a shout out to somebody that, whether you like him or not, I want to tell the story of the, of uh, Winter Blues. He may not know it or not, but Justin Brown put me up to this, and I wanted to share how all this started. A couple years ago, one of my goals, and, and Chuck, Chuck can tell this, was to make catfish the an out, a game fish in Alabama. When I started talking to legislatures, so I'm trying to get some of the feedback out. Um, when I started talking to the legislatures, they told me, "Look, we have a we don't catfish. They don't catfish. None of these people that make these laws fish. One or two of them are bass fishing." Um, they told me to show us money in a way. And not, not we have to give them money or anything. What it was is we had to show them an industry for this state. We had to show them that there was more to tourism and industry in catfishing than there was commercial fishing. Now, the bass side really pushed the gillnet uh, stuff for years. And it's easy to make a net big enough to where you can get a bass through, but sometimes this big catfish and stuff really, really causes them to, you know, they can make nets however they want now, just about. And they told me that three weeks before I announced the very first out, the very first winter blues on with it. Uh, I remember Chuck kind of throwing that, throwing it into my here and uh, that's what really made me decide to do it so uh with that with a lot of the tourism departments uh, starting to call us up and, and talk about different things and we're inviting them out to see this is showing them the money this is showing them that there is a a industry for it that there's more of an industry to it than the commercial side because there is, there's barely any commercial side in Alabama a little bit that is there um, you can ask Chuck you can ask Cad Daly you can ask a few of them when they go down the rivers they'll see nets here or there but that for at least my state that's what I that's what they challenged me to do was to show that there was a industry there was a tourism industry within this state and I, you know that that's what makes me so happy to see this tournament growing like it is is that is what it's going to take that that's what it's going to take to um, you know put some of these put some of the legislation out that everybody wants that that everybody is showing uh, 
you know, everybody shows they want. We, we may not all agree on how somebody words something or how somebody uh, maybe puts to light certain things. And I know I haven't been as vocal about down here as I should be, but, you know, three years ago, that's what started it. Actually talking to my legislator and then telling me, this is what you got to do. And Monster on the Ohio, pretty sure it was the same way, talking with Aaron not long ago. Um, to them, the biggest tool is to show an industry. And y'all, we're doing it. We're doing it. When you have the tourism boards jumping on board, uh, that that's the extension of state government and in most locales. But that's that's what this tournament started out as. That's that's how it started. And what's fun about it is as I look down these thirty-three, five are from Alabama. Five. I'm, I'm, if we get 80 to 100, I'm guessing 10 to 12 from Alabama total. That's big for them. That is big for these legislators. That's big for this industry. And, uh, you know, we talk about growing it. We talk about growing the industry. We talk about wanting uh, to put uh, laws into effect. Well, for these people, they don't catfish. Most of them don't fish at all. This is how you do it. Whether it's People coming down and fishing, whether it's people coming in, uh, staying in their hotels, going to their Walmart, going to their uh, local outdoor store. When they see people from Indiana, from Ohio, from Missouri, coming down for the thing. I mean, we had 12 states for the last two years show up. That's big. That gets their attention. That's where you start. And that's where this is growing to. And that's what they're looking when they when they come down to the tourism boards. The first thing they look at is hotel room. How many hotel rooms are we selling out? And then the second thing is how long are we selling them out for? You know, that's what the the, the you know what's so great about this industry is is that you know, like Daniel said, I mean, there's very few people from Alabama doing it. It's, it's everybody coming from everywhere else, which you know that that turns into instead of just one night or two nights hotel, it turns into three, four, five, six nights hotel. And, you know, that's what these tourism boards are looking at. And we're going to have surveys at the cabinet meeting that we're going to ask everybody to fill out. And I'm going to take these surveys and compile it into, you know, into one thing and turn it over to them to show them, you know, how much money is being spent. You know, at, at this tournament here, how can we convert that tournament into a dollar value? And, you know, that's, that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do it with these surveys. And then with the hotel rooms, that's that's what they look at, and you know Daniel hit the nail on the head. I mean, we got to show them that there's an industry here for it. So I mean, you know, it's um, it's 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 very doable. I just I don't see a see a problem with it. And, yeah. and like, you know, like Daniel said, you know the lady. You know, I don't know if a lot of people realized it, but Chuck was talking. I seen him talking about it on Facebook the other day. You know, they slipped, they slipped that gill net, um, slipped the gill nets back in all of a sudden here. Nobody heard nothing about it. And, you know, how, how do we fight that? I mean, we can't just go up there and say, hey, we don't want you to have gill nets. We've got to have a reason to do it. And, you know, and, and, you know, and hopefully at, at some point we'll be able to get catfish, you know, game fish that. 
Well, yeah, that's, that's what it's going to take. That, that's what it takes is game work. But once them gill nets are out there, when they start getting them big bass in them gill nets, uh, you'll see some action pick up over that because that gill net doesn't matter to it. If it's a bass or a carp or a catfish, it don't matter. They'll all, it'll get them all, and it kills the majority of them. Even if you take them out, they, most of them can't survive it. That's right. Yeah, but, but a tournament like this is a tool. Uh, on the legislation side, it is a tool. It is a, uh, they see it grow. They see the industry coming. It doesn't matter if, if you know, uh, down here there's not that much of a, a commercial side of it because we have we have the pond. We, we have a uh, an Alabama Catfish Farmers Association that's mostly farm ponds and, and ponds that actually farm catfish. So there's not a whole lot of, industry for that but you know three four years ago there wasn't an industry on the tourism side either and that's that's what we set out to work towards and I mean every time it may be somewhat you know I started this tournament so I, I kind of did it to myself but I may be sitting at work and I get a phone call from somebody in uh, Missouri and I have to stop my work go out and talk with them about it but you know what that is growing it that is that that just tells me the work is being done. It's uh, and then you start getting. I got a few phone calls from a, another legislator not too long ago asking us about some things, and y'all, they're starting to take notice. They take notice when you have uh, Susie from Lauderdale County, uh, Susie Shoemaker from Lauderdale County Tourism Board, talking to these legislators on behalf of it. That's a tool. And it, and it all has to do with this. Yep. So, for one, thank you, thank thank everybody that's that's come out in the past. We we've, we've had a great time. It's been amazing growing this thing. Uh, so, can't wait to see where it goes. Uh, it's just going to get better and better every year. I just don't see it being any any other situation for that because uh, you a lot of people don't look at it the way I do. But for me, winter blues uh, over New Year's Eve weekend is the perfect storm because, you know, there's not much else you can do any better than go to Wheeler Lake and get on some big old catfish. Uh, even if you don't do good in the tournament, I know guys that was down there for four or five days last year and put – 80s and 90s in the boat every day up until tournament day, and they wasn't mad about not finishing good in the tournament because they already had a great week. It was the sum of the whole week. That's right. Was, you know, that's I, I'm sitting at work the week of the tournament, and I get text messages and, and emails and stuff from people showing me their personal best they just got, and then telling me, "Don't tell anybody." And you know that that to me. <laughs> I'm 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 at work and I look over at my phone and I see the picture of an 85 90 pounder um, when uh, the Mr. Martin sent me that picture of his personal best. I thought, really? That's you know that that's fun to me. That, that, that is that's awesome to me. But that's part of what I think makes this tournament fun. One, it's time of year. Uh, two, it, it's everybody getting together. Everybody getting together, either starting the tournament season or starting the year off or ending the year, as in this case, that's part of the fun, you know. So 
And we're, we're just happy we're able to grow it to where we can offer the $5,000 guaranteed first, where we can offer oh, yeah. uh, these products, where we can offer um, yeah, just these, these different products and, and these different, I guess you'd say experiences. Because to me, when I, would, when I would go fishing, whether I caught a huge fish or not, tournament was an experience. Whether it was just getting together with people or not, that, that was the fun part. So Absolutely. You know, and I've told this many times before, but uh, some of the best times that we have are sitting around outside of motel room or New Year's Eve at Wheeler with the door open on the cabin, everybody running in and out, having a good time. Uh, that's as good a time as doing well in a tournament. Well, I don't know. We've hit some pretty good licks in some tournaments, but it, it is, you know, really it is. You, there's, we had a great time. Uh, down in Memphis, we always have an outstanding time in Orangeburg, and Wheeler is right there. It's the same deal. Uh, if you go down there, and if I didn't catch a fish, there's no doubt in my mind, I'd still have a great time. And that's well, what it's all and, about. And you know, that city, I guess you'd call it a city, more of a town. Uh, for everybody that's been down there, it is not exactly, it's not Memphis. <laughs> it's no. not Owensboro. It's, <laughs> no. uh, it's an itty bitty little town, but they sure know when when winter blues comes around. They they feel it. They know it. Uh, it that's that's part of the fun of it is you're in a small rural town of Alabama, and some of the best water around to fish in, and you go anywhere around that they've got a boat. Uh, they thank you. I mean, I remember when I checked into the the lodge last year, uh, them thanking us and and. You know, no, thank y'all. That, that, that's that's the big thing. Thank, thank y'all for what for what y'all have. Thank y'all for coming down. It's I really I'm I'm excited to see what this tournament looks like in a year or two when there's 150 boats, uh, 160 boats because you know 80 boats in that little town is quite interesting. So there's only so many boats you can get in the Dollar General parking lot. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, you know, we was me and Daniel was talking earlier before we, you know, got on here. We was talking about looking at payouts and everything else. And, you know, we was going through the payout schedule that we got set up for this thing. And, you know, on 100 boats, you know, fifth place is still getting $1,000. So, I mean, it's, it's not a bad payout. You know, first through fifth. You know, they probably still get a thousand dollars off of them. So, and, uh, it's, it's going to be a good payout too. You know, even beyond that guaranteed five thousand. Yeah, and if you notice from last year, it's the same payout schedule, same first place guarantee, but we actually dropped the price. And uh, you know, that I I see that kind of sticking with Winter Blues. Uh, the the more Sponsors and in, in industry that it begins, the more and more we can grow it. That's that's a product. Well, it's it's uh, really jumped from the first year to where you guys have got it now. Like I say, it's just too much fun. Well, as a reminder to everybody too, uh, we're going to stop online registrations December twenty fifth. Uh, at midnight, December 25th of Christmas, we'll turn the online registration off. And uh, December 24th will be the deadline for checks being mailed in. 
So um, December 24th, mailed in checks, December 25th, online registration. That way it'll give us that week to kind of get all the money together and get everything in one spot. You know, we'll need that for, you know, money to be transferred, checks to clear, and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to – now, remember that if the captain's meeting, though, it's going to be 175 if the captain's meeting. So if you, if you wait till the night of, uh, it's going to be a little bit more. But, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully more people will go ahead and get registered online here in the next few days and we kind of, you know, get everything built up. And that way – and plus, the more people we have registered online, the faster that the check-in process is going. If you're already registered online, you come through there, we check your name off. Uh, if you wait till the night up to do it, then you're going to be standing there doing paperwork and, and standing in line and all that. So, uh, you know, we really encourage everybody to uh, register online uh, if you can. And also, we still have another 25 skipping jack to get away from Big Cat Bay Company as soon as we hit 50. Whether that's, whether that's before the, the uh, Captain's meeting or the new captain's meeting. The minute we hit 50, we're going to give away some more skipjack. So, we want to thank Big Cat Bay Company for that. Boy, you guys do a hell of a job with that, too. Yes, they are. They really do. Well, guys, I, I appreciate you guys coming on, taking your time out to help us clear everything up for this. And uh, I think you're going to have a great tournament, and everybody's going to have a really big time down there. Hey, we're excited. Hey, we're looking forward to it. We appreciate everybody, everybody helping us out and promoting it and being a part of it. Well, I, I'm just convinced that it's going to be a good time. It always is. And, and uh, you guys taking your time out this evening to join us on the show and telling everybody about it, uh, that's a big deal to us. And uh, if you guys come up with anything that uh, we've neglected tonight, just post it up on the Catfish Weekly webpage, and uh, a lot of people see it that way. We'll do it. All right, sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on the show tonight. Thank you. All right, thank you all. Boys, that's going to be a lot of fun. I think that there'll be a lot of people show up down there, and I think they'll have a great time just like they always do. Chuck, are you uh, you excited about Winter Blues? You've got to remit. You're muted. I'm trying to arrange where I'm going to be able to do a little bit of pre-fishing for it the day before. I, I just hate showing up and fishing that day it's just it's a it's a lot better for me to be able to enjoy a couple of days on wheeler um, yeah yeah so i'm i'm trying to arrange some things to where i might can spend friday and saturday maybe so if that happens it's gonna be a lot better for me but i'm fishing with tony again and uh great guy maybe great maybe guy. my work of us uh, let me switch friday and monday that'd be nice so, uh, that'd be nice our, our off days on Monday, and uh, that's not doing me very much good. Heath, are you guys, you and Elena, going to make it to Winter Blues? No, we're not going to do Winter Blues. Uh, we've got family Christmases and stuff that are carrying over. We have so many places we go to, so we're not going to make that one. I am going to get down there and fish Wheeler for the first time at the end of January 
for the JKV tournament. I'm going to get down. I'm excited for that one. Uh, well, yeah, that'll be a good time too. Uh, I don't know what the weather will be like down there. Chuck may know what it's, how much it'll change between the first of January and the last of January, but that's for a very worthwhile cause. Uh, the, some of the benefits of that are going to uh, uh, Paul Strauss deal, and and that's that's outstanding uh, venue for that, and a great place to have a tournament. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finally getting down there and fishing it. I have never been there. Well, it's exciting. You'll have a great time. And uh, I promise you it'll be warmer there than it is in Indiana. <laughs> Won't take yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be. But, uh, we, it's, it is. It's a blast down there. Those cabins are, I, you know, I don't know where you're staying at or anything when you go down there. I like staying in the cabins, but, uh, you know, staying at a motel, there's nothing wrong with that either. You don't have to. Or about those cabins got everything you want right there. You fix your own meals or however you want to do it, and they're very comfortable to stay in. Uh, Chuck, what do you got for closing statements tonight? Um, I really don't have anything. Just that, you know, winter blues is the only thing I got coming up. You know, Christmas before that. Um, yep. And and a lot of working in between. So, and you, there's only so much work you can do, dude. Some, some, one of these days you're going to have to slack off on a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be able to handle it. Uh, yeah, this is a great time of year, and uh, I can't wait to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, it'd be a blast. Uh, Doc, I know you got a tip for us. Anything else you need to go over before we close out tonight? No, I wish I could go to uh, – wheeler and fish uh my shop is shut down for that week and the week afterwards so every maintenance guy that's uh involved at my shop is gonna we're all gonna be working so unfortunately i gotta stay in ohio and tolerate the cold and so probably while i'll be working people are gonna be posting on facebook all the fish that they're catching <laughs> That's what usually happens. So I, hear wish, you, I, could, I wish I could go. But uh, Doc's tip tonight, uh, I don't know, anybody that followed me on Facebook this past weekend, I rebuilt my reels, uh, got half of them done out of 22 or 20 some that I've got. Uh, I got half of them done. And my tip is if you get the opportunity, change over to these ceramic Pauls. These are, they cost a little bit more, but man, do they, they don't wear. And uh, most of the problems that you have with a reel is that paw gets wore down and then it it wants to stick to one side of the bait cast. You know, it'll, it'll stay in the middle and then you'll see the line start piling up on the, on the very ends by the reel spool. Uh, if that happens, usually that paw is worn down and it won't slide into the groove it's designed. The ceramic does away with that because it doesn't wear. So uh, that's my tip for tonight. You know, change over to the ceramic paws. So. Uh, and, you know, now the new guides are guides. The new drag washers that they come out with is something else that people ought to consider yeah. when they're working on those because they're they're a big advantage compared to to what they used to be. 
So um, I really don't have any closing stuff for tonight, but what I want to mention is the Catfish Conference 2017 coming up in February. You guys need to make sure that you make plans to attend this. Once you come back from Wheeler fishing that tournament, you're going to sit down and you're going to rest up a little bit. And then the next thing you know, you're going to need another fishing fix. And the best way to get it once you're done with Wheeler is to head down there and go to the conference and see all of the stuff. There'll be tons of vendors down there. Everybody you know in the sport's going to be there. Just go down there and have a great time, and it'll be a great time. The guys have put a lot of effort into this. They're working really hard to make it happen, just like Daniel and, and Jody are with Winter Blues, and it's going to be a blast both places, so make sure that you show up. Heath Malone, thank you for being part of Catfish Weekly tonight. We look forward to having you back on here with us one of these days. we got to get together one of these days. You and I got some fishing to do. We uh, we just haven't made that happen, but we got to get to doing it. You know – we're probably going to have seven or eight inches of ice by Saturday. You can come over and get out there with us if you want. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that will never happen. <laughs> ice fishing in me just does not. I have no desire for that. No. Now, if I can, if I can throw out a half a skipjack out the boat and hit that hole in the ice, we're good. But if I can't, I'm probably not going to be there, buddy. <laughs> Do you do you guys do a lot of ice fishing? Oh yeah, yep. I, and, do you? Yeah, and I can't wait for it. Just the lakes freeze up here, and we just can't get a boat out there. So then you got to wait for it to get safe enough to actually walk on. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't care how thick you say it is; it's not thick enough for me to be out there. <laughs> I think last year I sent you pictures of us driving on it. Yeah, I, I know Troy and them guys do it all the time. Jerry and all them. They go out there and drill them holes, and if the hole is drilled and it's 10 inches deep, thick, it's probably not thick enough for this old fat man to be out there on. <laughs> I just I just have to, unless you can build me a bonfire to sit around, and I might drink with you and, and shoot the bull, but I'm going to do it from the bank. <laughs> yeah. Well, <I'm> not. <laughs> you agree, don't you, Doc? Oh, yeah. Well, what drives me nuts is I'll stand on a dock and watch those guys out there on CJ fishing on that, and then all of a sudden you'll hear that that ice shifts and it cracks, and you and you know you can tell the guys that are used to it because they don't flinch. But man, I've seen a few of them people stand straight up and be grabbing buckets and running. Yeah, I'd, be, uh, I'd left the bucket. I wouldn't even worried about the bucket. Uh, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. We'll be right here next Monday night on Catfish Weekly. Thanks a lot, folks.